In this episode of Turn On The Podcast, we talk... Breaking the rules... Doing you... And winning. Stay tuned. Turn On The Podcast. Turn on your relationships, your parenting, your love, your sex. Turn on your career, your money, your work, your business, your passion, your success. But mostly, turn on to you. Welcome to episode 39 of Turn On The Podcast. I'm Brad Fennell. And I'm Tabitha Fennell. And we're talking breaking the rules, doing you and winning. Doing you. Doing you. I'll do you. <laughs> Had a but double doing meaning. you. Doing you. <laughs> doing you. The you. The Bring you out are. who you are. That's right. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Cool. So... I just had this realization that um, it's pretty obvious, really. But those that follow the rules don't win. Yes. And more than that, mm. breaking your own internal rules. Yeah, that's a big one, isn't it? You know, and I think we've internalized kind of a um, a good behavior. Yes. internal figure mm. that makes sure, which is, I think, partially come from um, from schooling. Yes. Where we're told to behave and do the right things and we'll get the rewards and yep. if you're good. Religion. Yep. They talk about yeah, that a lot. Yeah, completely. Behave and, mm. you know. Society, living as a group. Yes. Mm. And the tribe. I think it's linked into us from tribal times where if you went against the tribe, yeah, you could be expelled, and that Outcast. in itself, yeah, mm. that's death. Mm. And being expelled from the tribe now feels like death. Yeah, yeah, you, you have that same reaction. Yes, um, and so it becomes challenging mm. to to break the rules. Yeah, but all the great changes have come through rule breakers breaking true, one rule very true. at a time. Mm. And so I think it's important. I think a lot of us are stuck. I think I get stuck at times behaving. Yeah, or going against theories. Yeah. That, you know, the world is flat. Yeah. It's actually round. Yes. <laughs> I, I really like Being that. Being the explorer, you know, you can't go that far because you'll drop off over the edge. That's right. Don't go that far. Yeah. And if we all conformed, yeah. then... It's like, a, like an overprotective mother figure sometimes. Yes. It says, don't ride your bike, don't do that. Yeah, you'll get hurt, overprotective. you'll fall off it. Yeah, mm. and mm. sometimes you need to fall. Yeah. The best things happen when you fall. <laughs> That's when I took, I was riding with our youngest son to school and we're flying down this hill. And I almost came off because I dropped off the cement mm. and my wheel popped off and I kind of yelled back and went, and as I was Watch saying out. it, he went, he went flying. But we dusted him off and yeah, all like the parents were coming down soon. <laughs> going, wow. He had a graze on his elbow, but he jumped straight back on his bike. And actually all our boys. Very courageous. You haven't been there too often when they've come Thank off. Thank goodness for that. But they all have. 
So I'll stick by that rule. Mothers don't need to do that. They don't. I like it. <laughs> See, sometimes rules are good. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. It's true. Mm. But it's interesting. So breaking the rules, working on our stuff, breaking our own internal rules. Um, that was the other thing. Mm. So often, you know, you have a theory, behave, be good. And you do it for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Yes. And it's not working. Yes. At some point, it's good to say, it was a great theory. It just doesn't work. Yeah. And you did that, or people do that, because they think they're being a good person and they're going to get rewarded for being yeah. good. And, and I think that's a big one. It might one. not be their life purpose to be Hugely. so rule-based. Hugely. And I think we can end up being bitter can be old and twisted yes and bitter yes because we did all the things we were supposed to do we behaved yeah and we were told yeah good things come to people that behave they don't <laughs> sometimes they do sometimes they I'm do i'm taking the other role no 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 and i think it's good it's i'm not saying we're not talking about breaking the law most no, of the time or hurting people or it's, doing bad yeah. shit it's just sometimes the rules that aren't working for you. And if they're not working for you... You've got to step out of that box that's and change right. it. Mm. So in thinking about this, um, I was thinking about before you're three, before oh, yes. you turn three. Yes. What were you good at? And I know you're probably going to say, well, I don't remember. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've had this conversation we previously. Well, that's right. <laughs> but... But I it's do. like, what were you complimented about? Yeah. Um, what did I say the other day? <laughs> um, you were saying that you grew up. You. Oh, yes. I was never a baby for very long because yeah. I was so independent. Yeah. So I got praised for being independent mm. and could do things from an early age by myself. Hmm. Amazing. Mm. Which is a bit of a rule breaker, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mum used to say, "I just wanted you my last baby, and I just wanted you to be a baby for ever, and you just wouldn't." Does that answer any questions that you have in your life? Any challenges or difficulties yeah. that you could be? Well, I think it, in one way, I have. I am such an independent person, but I think of the last probably since children, sixteen years, being independent sometimes doesn't work for me. Mm. Mm. It actually excludes me from reaching out and getting help. Got it. So you got to break your old your old pattern. Yeah, my old identity needed to go mm. a bit quicker around that mm. with not being so independent that I can do everything. Mm. That's so. tiring. Mm. And a hard road. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And mm. lonely. Mm. So. And it's funny, maybe. Was that as a child, did you, what was it you liked about being independent? Yeah, because I got praised for it. Got it. Didn't I? Yeah. And everyone, you know, was very, oh, she's the baby, but she still can walk 20 kilometres on a bush walk with I get her it. 16, 14 year old I get brothers that. and sister. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes you didn't want to do that, but you were praised for it. And I think mm. I see in the clinic people. Which who gave me grit. Yeah, it's not all bad no, at all. And no. it's a superpower and it's amazing. Yeah. But it doesn't always work for you. Mm-mm. And it kind of gets locked in. Yes. Sometimes you want it to be carried. Yeah, that's right. You didn't want to have to walk the exactly. 10Ks. Exactly, yeah, that's right. But you get locked into that because mm. you've been praised from such a young age. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? To breaking free of that, breaking yeah. the rules. The rules says you're. Yes, can do everything. That's such oh, a great I'm example. Not superwoman all the time. That's such a great example because that's the opposite of where I was heading. I know. But sorry. I like no, no, no. I like it. I like it because <laughs> that's the fluidity. Mm. That's the fluidity that you can get. Yeah. Locked in by these things. Yes. But sometimes the things are unknown. It was interesting. I was thinking about from a small age, mm. I could climb out of the cot. I was yeah. like, he could get out of yes. the cot. Yes. And I always had this idea that, you know, as a kid, I was always the one that was up the tree, but we're playing chasings and jumping. And yeah. What I realized is it actually wasn't about the climbing. Climbing was a way of getting what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. But it was actually about escaping it was about freedom yeah it was about i can't be contained by this yeah that i can actually break the rules yes it was there from such a young age yeah yeah and that's exciting to me Mm. to realize that because if i just hold on to the climbing aspect i kind of feel like i'm missing something yeah gotcha if i embrace that actually my true path is freedom Mm. which is shown up in you know, childhood dreams and this sort of stuff in yeah. where I'm excited, where I light up. Yeah. You know, freedom around realizations mm. about myself and working with others. Yeah. Excites me. Yeah, totally. And so it's something that you can do is you can work on that. You know, what were you praised for? Or yes. what were you seen as? Or what yeah. were you not praised for? Yeah, yeah. Is another way of looking yeah. at it. Sometimes that's mm. your superpower. Mm-mm. Which is annoying to the system. It's like yeah. you're rebelling yes. against the system. Yeah. Because you're not going with the rules. Yeah. Mm. You know, and, and bringing that out. Yeah, and then saying with my trait of being independent, I mean... It got me up to Hamilton Island when I was 16 years old. Yeah. That independence got me overseas when I was 17 for two years. Like, so... Served you as a rebel. It, it did. served you... Hmm. As something, well, probably was seen as a rebel, but it was seen as out of the box hmm. that you're a woman, a young girl, you probably shouldn't be doing that hmm. by yourself. A woman who knows a path. Yeah. So it does have its good parts and it's and isn't it funny there's times in life when you have that where you just know Mm. I remember um, when I was first working and they're saying you need to stay at this job longer and my friends were calling me to come climbing and go and I was like I'm done I don't care about my career I don't care about the path I just know this is where this is the path I have to take and that was the kid that could break free yeah of being locked into being the good kid yeah and sometimes as we get older Mm. I think for some of us, it solidifies a little bit. Yeah. The one, you stop embracing too much of that. There's a part that says, I remember a certain age going, okay, I've got to grow up and I've got to get serious. Yes. And there's something true about that, about getting serious, but it's actually about getting serious about your life. Yes. And what you want it to be. Yeah. Not old not, serious. Yeah, not what <laughs> not what you're told it should be. Yes. You know, and breaking those rules. Yeah. You know, and stepping out. And it will be told in your in your childhood dream. So for me, I had this epiphany around the clown dream that I had as a reoccurring nightmare. <laughs> I actually had this fire truck and this red light and it's yeah. like yeah. I couldn't hide. I had to mm. step out. I had to be seen. Yes. 
and at times that's been challenging for me. That's yes. been the role I haven't wanted but yeah, I know yeah. I've needed. So seeing those other parts, mm. giving us awareness. And even if you don't know you need it, it shows up in your life Constantly. because that's your myth. <laughs> Constantly. It's annoying. And you might be hiding behind something but it'll be tapping there going, hello. It's annoying. That, Come on out. That pattern keeps on reoccurring. Yeah. So you might as well pick it up and jump into it. Yeah. And as you get into the second half of life, it's going to get stronger. Yes. It's going to get more powerful because you get closer to death and death says, Mm. what are you really here to do? Yeah. Have you done it yet? Yeah. And that's super important. Hiding. And so for you, one of your earliest memories was the dog. Yep. And being seen by the dog. Yeah, because I just stood up by myself and no one was in the room. I could hear mum, she was in the kitchen, but I was just, and it was the first time I was free stood, I mm. suppose. So mm, 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 mm. I was really young. Mm. Really young. Yeah, like nine, ten months or something yeah, like that. super young. Mm. Yeah, and it was our big, um, what sort of a dog was he? Alsatian, yeah, yeah Alsatian. Keep yeah. saying Labrador. Mm. Um, yeah, and he was just watching me. Mm. And that's when I was thinking about that as well, mm. and thinking that the dog is that part on a dreaming level, is part of you. Yes, and that you are also the seer. Yeah, and right. I think that's a superpower in you. That mm. You mm. you see at times what other people don't see. Yeah, that other people miss. Mm. You pick that up early. Sometimes you're ahead of the game. Yes. And what would it be like if you embraced, if you really saw fully and clearly and owned that part? Yeah. I'd be like Sayababa. But mm. I'd be called Walking Puddle. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think we talked about yeah. a while back. No, when you say that, it just makes my whole vision and my whole intuition just really open up. You can hear the crickets in the background. Mm. <laughs> mm. Australian bush, it's got lots of sounds. It's got heaps of sounds. And only if you're listening for it. Yeah. So, yeah, the seeing part. And I think I'd see what I'm here to do and be doing it more, which I'm doing it more. Mm. Doing it more, but you do it even more. Yeah, totally. Have more fun with it. More fun, more love. More love. More adventure. I mean, that's an interesting thing. I was just working on that today, that kind of self-love and the antidote mm. to fear. Mm, and the big. fear locks us in. Yes. Um, and creates that pattern that reoccur- reoccurs and creates a state of, um, I guess, lack of abundance yeah. in all areas of our life. Yeah. Or we, miss, we miss what's really going on. And the antidote to that is love. Firstly, yeah. self-love. Yeah. But then getting to share that and mm. enjoy sharing that with others yeah. is really big. Is a yeah. great for me is a really big antidote to tackling fear. Tackling fear. And fear is really the entrapper. Yeah, totally. Well it de- it can be get depressing, can't it? When you're in fear all the time. It is and tiring and you're yeah, using you're using willpower. Yeah. I was just really talking a lot lately about this whole idea that, that fear drains our jing. Yes. That it depletes mm. our essence, our constitution. Is yeah. And that's what you're born with. Yeah. And you've only got so much jing. of it. Yeah. And how do you live your life? Mm. 
But if you do have a busy life or you don't, or you have a, a lesser amount of jing, yes, that then the secret is to run on shen, yeah. spirit, mm. love, yeah. And you see people who work incredibly hard but love what they do have this vitality and keep, yes. keep going because yes. they're not drained by it. They're not drained by mm. it. Where someone who doesn't love what they do yeah. runs on their jing has yeah. to kind of push the adrenals. Yeah, they get up out of bed every day and they're hating it. That's right. Yeah. And the shen's not there, the spirit's yes. not there. And you see people yeah. starting to get cloudy in the eyes and yeah. their skin yeah. doesn't have vibrance. Radiance. Mm. Mm. Because they're running on their jing rather than... Yeah. Running on the Shen, bringing, you know, this yeah. whole idea that Shen is a bubble around your body. Yes. And that you can bring more of your Shen into you, so into it's like your life. Cosmic energy. That's right. Or just plain, beautiful energy. Mm. And I think it's just really, really powerful way to, um, to live your life. Mm. And you know, and ask yourself, are you living your life? Yeah. That's what we're really asking. We're saying, yeah. Talking about breaking free. Mm. Are you living your life? Yeah, that's right. And getting back to that cosmic um, energy, um, which we were talking about with the acupuncture. Mm. But I just realised that I was sort of running around doing everyday things with my own energy instead of tapping into that what? cosmic energy, so mm. up into the universe and mm. bringing my energy down and up mm. from the middle of the earth mm. to really give me that extra energy mm. and not just try and run around. Now I realise I was running around on my jink. Yeah. So just to have a visualisation meditation that I do just locks me into the universal energy and also the earth energy. And I've just felt so much more um, vibrant. So funny. It's amazing, isn't it? Mm. And so some... I think I was locked into a bit of fear and a bit of... <gasps> busyness and mm. not realising that, you know, you can open yourself up to mm. other energies to mm. supply you with joy and love and happiness. That's essential. And, and if you don't have a strong constitution, mm. then chances are you'll be more attracted to using more shen. Yes. And in the long run, it might be a, a win. Sometimes people with really strong constitutions deplete themselves. Yes, because they, they can, can just keep going and yeah. going. And mm. then knowing your own body type. You know, mm. if you if you don't have a strong gene, then you probably shouldn't be in a physical profession. It doesn't yeah. mean you can't do physical things, but yes. day in, day out, yeah. physically hard work. You should exercise and move. Yeah, but, but you not. need to know your own constitution. Yeah, gotcha. Because... Yeah, you also, you know, like it's it's interesting. Sometimes we're told, we see this a lot, like with diets and mm. um, people are told if you follow the rules, if you follow this diet, yes. you'll get this result. Yeah. Or you, yeah. And there's no real kind of relationship to the uniqueness of that person. No. That's what I like about our training is mm. it's really specific and unique. Who are you? Yeah. Yeah. What is your constitution? Yes. What's your organ strength or weakness? Mm, mm. What are you dealing with? What's yeah. what do you really want? Yeah. What's yeah. important to you? Exactly. You know, it's your life. Yeah. Making sure that you're in and that you're living your life. Yeah. And what foods make you feel better? What gives you more energy? I yeah. think if we link into that, you know, does exercise, hardcore cardiovascular, does that make you feel more energized or does it make you feel more tired? 
So you probably should do some yoga mm. or walking would be mm. better. So, and the same with food. Does dairy make you bloat and have diarrhea or does it not? And then take those foods out of your diet. That's right. And then that's your own diet, but it's a lifestyle change, isn't it? It's not a diet. It's what your body needs. That's right. And we're all different and we all get affected by different things. Mm. When we talk about diet, we really just mean what are you eating? Yeah. What's your... Totally. Because a lot of the time people who really love coffee or they really love sugar or they really love wheat, it's usually the thing that's not good for them. Often. When they're so addicted to it. Often. And then they don't, you know, or they get sinus all the time and they're mucousy and colds and flus all the time and you say, look, just take some, take all the dairy out Mm. and they don't want to. Mm. And then they take it out in desperation and Mm. go, oh... The mucus is clearing up. Mm. And often because you're told because you calcium and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, where there's the so damage many... Is this, there's other ways of getting yeah. it. And if your body's so full of mucus, you're not going to absorb function. any of that calcium. At all. So, yeah. I love Find it. Find other sources of calcium. There's heaps. Yeah. So it's interesting, isn't it? Like how, what's, what's missing in your life? What's trying to happen in your life? You know, even that, your body... Mm. Body sensations is trying to tell you that mm. something's not quite right, something's or something's right. really good. Yeah, mm. or add it, or bring more of in more of that into your life. Yeah, that's right. And I think it's not about rebelling for the sake of rebelling. No, it's about no. If you're going to call it rebelling, it's yes. because you're wanting to be on your path and freer yeah. and happier. I love the midlife crisis. Cuz usually being a rebel doesn't actually bring you that much joy and love. No. If you're a real rebel which is you, which is against your own process, drugs, right. sex, yeah. horrible yeah. relationships, yeah. gambling, whatever. Yeah. Is your addiction yeah. then you're going being against, the rebel exactly. You're missing your true nature. Yeah. And which amplifies in the midlife crisis. Yes. Which I just, as I said, I just I love the midlife crisis. Yes. Because there's something... <laughs> you haven't got a red car and... No. A new girlfriend. Though. Not yet. That's no, good. no, no. Look, ah, if that's your process... Yet. if Well, I'm just Put saying... By ear. <laughs> if that's your process, that's your process. But for most of us, it's not. It's right. not actually what we want. Okay. We want the state of the red car and we want the state of the girlfriend. Right. We're looking for that... youth and excitement. Sexiness and excitement. Yeah, like, and then so picking up because suddenly you have them and you realise... Mm. If you're 50, you may not want to go out clubbing with a 20-year-old. Oh, that would be horrible. That would be horrible. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it, 20. But you may not. Oh, you or maybe you, you might. Maybe you might. Maybe you might. Totally. Maybe it be the, the thing that you're missing in your life. Yes. But the state of that that you need mm. is make sure you get that, yes. whatever that is. Yeah, exactly. That's really important. And that's mm-hmm. why I mean, I'm not anti, you know, sometimes it gets, oh, they're in a midlife crisis or... No, they're trying to find a different way of being because what they've been doing is not turning not them on anymore. Aren't we all in a midlife crisis? Yeah. I think I had my first one about 22. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? Probably. <laughs> Probably you had one when you were 13 as well. Yes. Wouldn't it be great to really facilitate and work on those things as they came up? That'd when you were younger. Fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. but maybe sometimes you can't. Sometimes you're in a different state. In yeah, life. you've just got to live it, and yeah. that's the teaching. Yeah, and so going out and breaking the rules, mm. doing you, mm. and winning. Sometimes you've got to 
do what's right for you. And sometimes we're waiting for other people to tell us, oh, you're qualified enough. Yes. You're good enough. Yes. You can do that. You mm. have enough experience. Mm. But generally it doesn't come. No. Because everyone's too From interested in their own selves. Yeah, to exactly. Really yeah, yeah. care that much about you. Mm. They're trying to work out all their own shit. Yes. But I think that's really big that we're waiting for permission. Mm. And there's something about not waiting for permission. Yeah. Yeah. Like something it. about owning. Well, you know, if you want to be a surgeon, you probably it? need to get qualified. But for so many things out there that you're great at, that you've spent your life committed to. Yeah, that's qualification. That's a qualification as well, mm. which we just mm. forget because we're so in the mainstream. Yes, of having to get that degree for this and that mm. and, and everything. So that's a really good meditation, kind of bringing that into yourself, becoming really qualified in yes. yourself, finding yes. your own mm. what you're qualified certificate in. Yeah. in that and really owning that Yeah, I and love being that. ready to go out mm. and share that and stop waiting for, you know, the school system has set us up, in, which has been fine in many ways, but other ways it's like, yeah. no, you can't do that yet. Mm. Got to follow the system. And break it. <laughs> <laughs> Along the way. If you need to or mm. not. So I think that's big, isn't it? Meditating, slowing down. Yeah. Breathing, settling into mm. yourself is really important. You know, and doing critical work. Yes. When you're looking for permission, um, episode 30 yep. of our podcast, I think it was 30. Mm. Yeah, it was 30. All about dealing with your critic. Yeah, that's a big one, isn't it? You know, because the critical will never let you be qualified in no. anything. No, that's right. It'll always tell you you have to do just that little bit more. Yeah. Or a load more. Yeah. And if, you know, if, if you're sitting in the mundane, hmm. maybe you're waiting for permission. Yeah. Yeah, and if stop. you're feeling bored or yeah. depressed or not quite joyful enough. Yeah, and what if what you have to share hmm. is right? Yeah. What if the tribe is actually waiting for you? They're waiting yeah. for someone else to give to them pick permission. It up. Exactly. It's so true. We're looking mm. for the leader that mm. says, yeah. that answers this for us. I notice in myself sometimes I'm listening to a podcast because I just want them to tell me that I'm right. <laughs> you know what I mean? To yeah. hear it and go, yeah. ha, either that yes. or I want an epiphany that just flips everything for me. Yes. I love that too because it breaks my internal rules. Yeah. It breaks yeah. the way I used to think. Mm-mm. So, it's, you know, both of those things. Or says you're on, you're right have permission this person said it yeah so i think sometimes you can't wait it's you you're Mm. the one who has this gift you're the one who's here to bring it through that's right if there's no one else leading yes maybe it's you yeah pick it up run with it see how it makes you feel yeah you know what are you waiting for yeah not everyone's gonna like it but guaranteed your tribe will (laughs) that's right Mm. They're going to love it and yeah, they need it totally. and they're going to suck it up. Yeah. So Beautiful. break the rules. Yeah. Start living your life and start living what you were born mm. to live. And do you. And do you. Exciting. No, I think you've wrapped it right up there. Awesome. Something to ponder on for this week. Hope that helps you. Hope you can go out and break some rules, but especially... Break some of your own rules. Yeah, those inner rules that are holding you back. Yeah. And have, yeah. have a great week. Have a great week. 
and we'll see you next week. Yeah. See you Enjoy. then. Enjoy. Bye. Bye.